0: Uh, a lot different. And speaking of the Celtic team, Jermaine O'Neal, been a part of this team the last couple of years. He's done for the year. He's going to have surgery on his left wrist. And Jermaine joining us on the AT&T Hotline on this Friday. Jermaine, Mike and Lou, how are you?
1: Doing pretty good. How are you guys doing?
0: We're doing well. Appreciate the time on on this Friday. Just You're going to wrap up your two-year span with this this Celtic team. And I wonder when you signed here if you expected it to be this, I call it a frustrating run maybe health-wise for you with the Celtics, Jermaine, in these you know, two years with this team.
1: Yeah, you know nobody ever expects to, get, you know, to get injured, and and for sure nobody wants to be injured. And it's been two very tough years, and especially coming off last year where you know I had a knee surgery, and I ended up having uh, three procedures done, uh, and in the end I had to fight back like hell to get back, you know, for the end of the regular season and and also the playoffs. Uh, so basically, I worked out. You know, throughout the summer and through um, the lockout, and really put, really wanted to put myself in a position where I can have a healthy season, and I think that's probably the most disappointing part about this right now is that I signed on, you know, to do a job, uh, and for the first time in my career, I wasn't able to finish.
0: Oh, hard was I mean, Look at that last year in Miami. You, know, you play seventy games, you have a good year. You come here with all those expectations, but you know it's been what sixteen years now in this league. Do you ever look back now with this type of injury and start thinking about your future, think about whether you want to continue to play in this game?
1: Well, you know, I think that was you know that was one of the decisions um, that I'm gonna have to make, you know, pretty soon. And I think going you know moving forward with this wrist injury, I think that's the biggest thing that concern my family, is that, you know, I had, you know, the second knee surgery last year, and also now uh, we're looking at, you know, a pretty significant uh, surgery with the wrist. And only being 33, I think, you know, a lot of people lose sight of that. You know, I've been playing since I was 17 years old, and um, I've played a lot of, you know, a lot of minutes, a lot of games. Um, and then we want to be able to live, a, you know, live a certain way for physically, you know, when you're done. You know, I have, you know, two kids that, I'm running around, and I want to be able to, excuse <clears> me, <throat> operate as a father, you know, and, and and not be so beat so beat down um, that I can't live up to those expectations, for, you know, for my kids.
0: I, I can only, I won't speak for all Celtics fans. I'll speak for myself and say that there was a frustration for me about a week ago when there was a report that came out, Jermaine. You hadn't played. You're trying to come back from the injury. That maybe you want to buy out and that you may you couldn't play for the Celtics because of your health, but. That you wanted to be bought out by this team and go to Miami, presumably to win a championship. And my question at the time was well, if he's healthy enough to play for Miami, why can't he play for the Celtics? Was that report true?
1: Well, you know, I think, the, and this is, this is my statement to fans in general. You know, I've been around this, this, this sport for a long time. And I think when you hear the word rumor and don't see quotes behind it, it's, you know, I thought it was, you know, I, I was a little bitter about it, you know, when it came out. Um, because at first, to answer your question, it was it was totally not true. You know, me and Danny Ainge have never had a conversation about a We've never talked about anything else but the seriousness of my injury. Now, I you know, I went through almost you know this process started right after the my, uh, the Dallas game, and they flew me back the next day to come to see the hand specialist and other doctors. And I've been dealing with this, this emotional feeling for three weeks. So there was no way between that time and the trading deadline, which I thought was was comical because it came out right when the trade deadline was up. So since the Celtics didn't make the trade, all of a sudden they needed something to talk about, need some papers to sell, need some, you know, some 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 stories to talk about on the radio. You know, I I've been just just emotionally into having to deal with the situation. You know, you know, with with bone fusion. You know, not being able to go out and help the team, not being able to finish a job that I signed up for, and you know, and Denny Age means a lot to me. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if people understand our personal relationship, and I will always feel indebted to him not only because he signed me and gave me the opportunity to play in such a fantastic organization in fantastic city, it's because the way he set with me as a person beyond being a player through this process. And he understood how emotional it was for me. And, and it got—it was emotional times through some conversations. And, you know, we never talked about, you know, obviously he would love to have me as a as a basketball player. We talked about just being able to make the proper decisions to live a certain way. And those are the conversations, I think, when people understand, because you, know, you don't never, you, you guys and the fans don't get the general, the real conversation that goes on behind the scenes, you know, when doctors get to talking to you about, what you should do, you know, you should have surgery right away, and you should think about quality of life. And the very first time that was said to me, right two days after, I, well, three days after I got back, um, well, four. Actually, excuse me, right after I got back from uh, the break, I had another meeting with the hand specialist. And when he when he told that when he said it to me, it made me, it made me extremely emotional, you know, because basketball has been, you know, has been so close to me for for so I eight years old. And now, you know, for doctors say, so you know what, you need to worry about, you know, other things outside of basketball, that was tough. And to hear people talking about, you know, about and, you know, everybody got their opinion about it, and they never heard it from me. You know, they never heard it from me. They never heard it from Danny. Me and Danny had a meeting the next day, I guess, after he heard it, and we both were kind of blown away because we didn't know where that came from. So I think, it, I think it's I think it's, before people make, you know, emotional, you know, uh, comments about whatever it is, understand where it's coming from. You know, understand it's a rumor and rumors, and, and to, be, to be quite honest, eighty-five to ninety percent of those rumors aren't real.
0: So you you never asked Danny Ainge for a buyout, then?
1: I never talked to Danny about, about it. I never talked to Danny. Me and Danny never had a conversation over the last month about basketball. We talked strictly about my health.
0: So where do where do you think w- like reports like that would come from? Your guess is as good as
1: mine. Mm-hmm. You know, I I've, I've never been a player. and you know, if you look at my history, I've never been a player who you know who's here who's here behind any game. I don't hide behind you know doors. I don't hide behind uh, you know writers, or I don't I don't put rumors out there. You know, almost to almost to almost it is almost a criticism of me that I always say how I feel. You know, and I and if I, if I and and the next thing, and me and Danny actually asked about this, is how do you – why would they allow me to be bought out if I'm not playing for them to go play for another team that's in the same division?
0: Well, that's a question, Jermaine. I think that's the frustration is that you know was there, a, a thought, was there ever a thought that if, if you didn't request a buyout or the Celtics had bought you out, w- would you have gone somewhere else to play this year? Was that a possibility, you going to a different team and actually playing, or was the risk going to shut you down either way?
1: I was. It was again. I was told that I need the surgery right away. Two days after Mm -hmm. the Dallas game, I think what you guys are forgetting is that I tore. I completely tore the ligament last year, taking the charge. Mm -hmm. They wanted me to have the surgery this uh, after the season, after the playoffs. But it it was going to take seven to eight months to recover, so I wouldn't be able. I wouldn't be able to work out or do anything in the summertime. Which, furthermore, would have probably ended my career because I would never come into a season you know, out of shape and, 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 and not worked out in the summertime. So uh, this is basically an injury that has gotten worse, you know, now from last year. So to answer your question, no, I, it was never I thought about playing for somebody else. It was more about will I even play again? That's the conversation. And, and you know, a lot of people, you know, I think, I think an aspect of our lives, the general fans and the general public, so I think some people understand, but some people don't when it comes to us actually being human. You know, I think you put money before whatever it is. You know, when the fans are looking at professional athletes, money was never even an issue, to you know, for me. I signed up here, you know, to, to, to compete for a championship. I think another thing that people don't understand is that I had originally agreed to go to Dallas, you know, for far less money. You know, and then, you know, I got the call from Paul Pierce, Rondo, Doc Rivers. And those guys, and I told I had to tell Dallas, you know, thank you, but I'm going to change my mind. I'm going to go to the it was just because they were proven on winning a championship. Winning a championship was all I wanted to do. And not finishing a job to try to go somewhere else is not in my DNA.
0: When that report um, did come out, uh, was there any backlash? I mean, as far as, like, your your teammates, did any of them kind of come to you and say, hey, what's up with this? Is this true?
1: Well, you know, the, the, the issue is I think the biggest thing is that they understand – you know, we live together. Basically, we live together more than we are with our own families. And they saw the severity. They knew the severity of my wrist, and that was never a conversation that I had with them. You know, they, you know, they understood right away. And you know, the, the, as far as them talking to me about that, that comment, that came, that rumor that came out, they never. You know, they were on the road. I was back in Boston, you know, rehabbing and trying to, you know, trying to get back on the court. So we never had a conversation. All the conversation we have is about how I'm doing, and you know, and you know how they doing, and that type of thing. I think you got to know the character of a person before you make a decision and a decision on a person. And you know, it's funny because nobody, you know, negative sales in this world. You know, you know, we, you know, I've said even I said to you, you know, you know, five six times I said, and that's still the conversation, which is totally fine. I think everybody. Has the right as, as as fans and as as followers of the Celtics to know the real story, you know, behind it. And the fact of the matter is that I fought this for three weeks, three, almost a month, actually. You know, I, I fought this time and time again, you know, telling them, no, I just give me some time, let me get back around basketball, let me let the wrist calm down, let's do this, and it just didn't happen, you know. And they just finally just say, you know what, your wrist has gotten your wrist has gotten worse, the swelling, you know, the swelling is up in your hand, and you need to have it. All
0: right, you've been around this team a lot last couple of years. Are they, as currently constituted, uh, do they have a chance to make a run in your mind, Jermaine, to win an NBA championship this year?
1: As- absolutely. I think you know. I think one thing that you know I've always admired about this team and this organization—they are always inspired. You know, they you know they find ways to inspire itself. They find ways to take on the challenge, um, and you know, with those core guys, you know, still there, you know, they. They have a chance, you know. And I think once things slow down, and you plan a set schedule, and you're not playing, you know, this crazy, this crazy, you know, shortened schedule, and the bodies get a chance to rest. They're going to be ready.
0: I mean, last year you play a team like Miami, it knocks you off. I'm just wondering, like, you could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit hyundaiusa.com for more details. Hyundai.